It's Saturday, December 24th, and this is Brian with the Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. Wall Street traders left for Christmas in sedate spirits after a day of modest gains failed to arrest the S&P 500 skid to a third straight week of losses colored by fears of inflation and recession. Indices started Friday lower after Commerce Department figures showed that prices for services continued to climb faster than hoped last month. But stocks edged into positive territory after the mid-morning release of the University of Michigan's Consumer Survey painted households as optimistic about the economy. In choppy trading, the S&P gained 22.43 points, while the tech-focused Nasdaq Composite rose 21 points. The Dow Jones Industrial Average rose 176 points. With a three-week string of losses for the S&P and the Nasdaq, they have set up markets to end 2022 with a down month. The S&P has given up 5.8% in December, while the Nasdaq has lost 8.5%, and the Dow Jones Industrial Average lost 4%. In other news, with the passage of $1.65 trillion spending bill, Congress has averted the threat of government shutdowns until next September. Now lawmakers are bracing for an even bigger fight in the coming months over raising the government's borrowing limit. Republicans will take control of the House in January, while Democrats will keep their Senate majority, ushering in a period of divided government. House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy and other Republicans have said they would use any vote on raising the debt limit as a way to force Democrats to cut spending. President Biden and congressional Democrats are adamant that they won't allow Republicans to pressure them to cut federal programs. House Republicans have said cutting spending is a priority for the next Congress, an effort Mr. McCarthy has championed as he runs for Speaker. That is setting up a potential game of chicken next year that could shake global markets if not resolved. Congress must periodically raise the debt ceiling to allow the Treasury Department to issue more debt to pay for existing obligations. If the ceiling is not raised, the Treasury would have to take steps including withholding pay of federal workers or delaying interest payments, which would constitute default. Otherwise, spending cuts are inevitable. In world news, Russian military maneuvers in Belarus are part of a Russian campaign to spread fear in Kyiv of imminent attack, but the forces in the neighboring country are insufficient for a fresh assault on the city, Ukrainian officials said. Russian President Vladimir Putin's visit to his closest ally Belarus this week and the recent flurry of joint military activity there led some analysts to speculate that Russia could be planning an attack. It's an element of psychological pressure, said Alexei Aristovich, a Ukrainian presidential advisor, in an online video posted late Friday. They want to whip up terror and fear, he said. The comments came as the front lines have remained fairly stable after Ukraine recaptured the southern regional capital of Kyrgyzstan in November, bringing to around 50% the territory regained since Russia launched its full-scale invasion. Ukraine has also struck inside Russia and Russian-occupied Crimea in recent months, rattling Russians who were told by the Kremlin in spring that their army would roll into Kyiv with little trouble. Back in the U.S., a teenager was killed during a shooting at the Mall of America on Friday that sent frightened customers at the nation's largest shopping center racing into a lockdown just before the holiday weekend. Bloomington Police Chief Booker Hodges said the victim was a 19-year-old man. There appeared to be some type of altercation between two groups, and at one point someone pulled out a gun and shot the victim multiple times, the chief said. The entire incident lasted about 30 seconds.
Chief Hodges urged the gunman and the others involved in the fight to turn themselves into police. And President Biden and his wife Jill visited Children's National Hospital on Friday to visit with patients and to read a story. Sitting in front of a towering Christmas tree, the president helped hold the book while the first lady read The Snowy Day, an award-winning story about a boy named Peter and his adventures in the snow. Biden and his wife also met in private with pediatric patients and their families. The White House said they also thanked doctors, nurses, and staff, including at the hospital's cardiac intensive care unit. Jill Biden's visit continued an 80-year annual tradition dating to Bess Truman, a first lady's bringing holiday cheer to children who are too ill to be at home on Christmas. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. Share this with a friend and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. You can also sign up for our newsletter at themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.